Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. It's a good idea to expect the unexpected when it comes to retirement because there are a lot of different factors that could upend your plans. On the show today, we'll outline the big categories of risk to your retirement, and we'll also walk you through some different ways to prepare. We're so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is the president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And Philip, there's just so many different risks that we want to prepare for. We're, we're you know, this is kind of your retirement preparedness manual, you could say, that we're going through today. So again, like just so much we, we need to be preparing for. We really do, you know, because it's important that folks out there really prepare for the financial risks that that might threaten your confidence in your retirement. I yep. mean, the confidence is important when you're getting ready to pull that trigger into retirement. Things like volatility and economic downturns, periods of recession and, and high inflation are all financial risks that, that we cannot prevent, mm-hmm. but we can certainly prepare for them. And that's one of the reasons that we kind of prepared and put together our core retirement design yep. to help people prepare, have a plan in place to prepare for these risks and and to make sure we can mitigate them when they do arise. So you're going to hear a lot about that core retirement design today as we talk through some of these challenges that you have to prepare for and, and some of the ways that Philip and his team can help you get ready for retirement and find ways to hedge against some of these risks. So the first one that we want to talk about, inflation is a major concern for retirees. Philip, this has really emerged in the last few years. We used to call it you know, one of the silent killers of your retirement because we didn't always think about it. But boy, it's been front and center when you talk about prices continuing to rise. What are some of the possible places where we can put our money to help hedge against a risk like inflation? You're right. I mean, inflation, you know, up until recently, right, it, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, yeah, we had inflation, but it was coming wrong at, you know, one and a half, two and a half percent, maybe three. Not a big deal until recently when we saw some big upturns over the last couple of years. So, so what do you do? Well, there's what they call TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities which are a form of government bond that that helps take into consideration inflation. Mm -hmm. And so the interest you earn can go up if inflation goes up, inflation comes down, well, you don't earn as much. So that's kind of a guaranteed way, right? It's it's backed up by the government. So we've got that mechanism in place. Obviously, cash is often overlooked as an inflation hedge because well, it's, it's not a growth asset. Right. It's not going to help keep up with inflation in, in normal terms of inflation. Um, but it's it's there, right? You yeah. can put it to work when interest rates, short-term interest rates start to go up. And if you sure. don't have cash, well, then you can't take advantage of that. So, so it, it can be a good thing. And then I'm going to say, you know, things like Short-term CDs. I mean, we're seeing some big bumps in those now. Yeah. Um, and so there's lots of places that we can put things to help hedge against inflation. Right. 
it's just putting that plan together to make sure we're covering all the right spots. And I appreciate you taking some time to go through some of those options there. And again, I, I think one of the things that we talk about quite a bit on this show is um, you're never going to tell somebody to put everything in in one of these areas, but there are certainly some different options for a combination of, of putting your money in some of these different places. Um, real quickly on this whole idea of having something in cash, you know, Phil, Philip, we talk a lot about uh, liquidity as being one of those important areas. We, we want to have that emergency fund. But talk a little bit about what that should really look like, because we can run into being a little bit too conservative if we have too much in cash, if, if we have too much in those liquid assets that aren't really doing much for us, right? Absolutely. That's, that's so true. And because here's the deal, when we talk about risk, we, we talk about this all the time in our core retirement design is that, you, you know, one of the big things we see is people have too much risk. Right. I mean, that that occurs on a pretty regular basis. But we also see people that don't have enough risk mm-hmm. in their portfolio and for just that exact reason, because that risk is what helps us keep up with inflation. Right. Right. And so we, we can have too much cash. I mean, we look at cash as, you know, it's not going to make you anything, but it's there for that emergency. Right. And so for our clients, we recommend typically somewhere between 25 and 50,000, dependent upon their risk tolerance, their comfort level, you, you know, any major expenses they already know might be on the horizon. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we take all those things into consideration, but, but to, to totally, be out of the stock market and there's people that are they they just they, they can't handle it's those not and comfortable downs. With it, it. Right. but that's going to be one of the spots that you can help keep up with long-term inflation you know it has been a pretty good hedge over the last hundred years when it comes to protecting yourself against inflation mm-hmm. just like anything else it's going to have its ups and downs but over the long haul it has done what it's supposed to do and help offset some of the inflation that we've seen. So let's talk a little bit about it. I want to continue going through this this kind of balance here. But Philip, as we are trying to explore what are some of the, the options that make the most sense for our situation, you talk about this with, with your core retirement design. When you're walking people through this process, one of the things you're trying to figure out is what, what are some of your long-term goals and, and what kind of risk are you comfortable with? All that's part of those conversations that you have when people go through this process with you. Tell us about that focus of the core retirement design is kind of multi-pronged, right? First is how much risk should you be taking, right? What is your risk tolerance number, you know, on a scale of one to a hundred? What does that look like for you? What is your comfort level? Because those two don't always line right, up. Right. They should, but, but not always. And then we want to look at where you are right now. How close are you to that number? Is your retirement portfolios or are you know are you sitting at a 35 or 40 in, in your retirement portfolio at 70 or 80? And and I see that all the time. Hmm. Um, the other thing I see all the time is people sitting at a at a 40 or 50 as a risk tolerance, but when I actually run through the scenario where they are from a risk standpoint, they're at a 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have enough risk in their portfolio. Um and so that's one of the major areas that we lo- really focus on is how much risk do we have and making sure that the, 
the portfolios we design really match up with um, those risk tolerance numbers. Uh, secondly, we want to look at taxes. Taxes are a right. big deal, folks. We are in the lowest tax rates we're probably ever going to see. And so we don't want to see people wasting tax brackets. Hmm. And so we'll look at Roth conversions and other things to help people be able to take that taxable income in retirement and move it to a tax-free income. The other thing you know people really need, um, Jen, is they need to know their income. Yeah. You okay. know, I mean, that's really what creates some certainty in retirement. And so everybody needs some kind of, of written retirement income plan. And, and that's the other thing we really focus on in the core retirement design is, is that specifically is how much income do you need and where's it going to come from? And we build a whole plan around that to determine how much you're going to be able to take out of your portfolios over your lifetime and making sure that we don't run out of money because that would be a big issue um, should that occur. So, so it sounds like there's a, a lot of numbers that we need to have a handle on as we're preparing for retirement. Here's one more for you to go ahead and take down, 863-285-3815 to get that conversation started with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services. They'll spend some time with you doing that initial consultation to get some of your questions answered and then determine what makes the most sense as it relates to putting together that core retirement design that Philip was just describing describing for you. Again, that's 863-285-3815. I think, Philip, one of the big ideas that we want to get get across here in this first part of the show is this whole idea of balance, having your money positioned in the right balance between growth to offset inflation and also to help you preserve against a down economy. That's one of the key steps here. Again, um, never recommending putting all your money and, and all your assets in one area, but having a balance here and having a number of different tools and strategies that you're using to help you work toward your goals, right? Absolutely. So we, we, you know, part of our core retirement design is, is coming up with what that balance kind of looks like, right? Yep. We want to look at... A couple different avenues. One is obviously that risk tolerance number. What does that look like for you? Another area that we look at, um, not hard and fast, but it gives us a, a pretty good idea what realm we should be in. And that's the rule of 100. Okay. So mm -hmm. we take 100 minus your age. Let's just say that you're 65. So we're going to end up with 35 after we subtract it from 100. So 35 is percent is about what you would want at risk. Okay. I tell people that's not a hard and fast number. I, I'm looking at, you know, plus or minus 10%. So what does that mean? Well, 35, may, uh, maybe 45 or, or maybe 25, depending upon where your risk tolerance comes in. But that gives you that balance of risk versus safety and, and having that conservative part of the portfolio as well. So we definitely want to be thinking about having that balance. The reality is whether it's uncertainty about rising costs, putting the squeeze on your bank account, these these tax increases you mentioned earlier, Philip, that taxes today are probably the lowest that you're going to see in your lifetime, the threat of a global recession, a downturn in our economy, all these things are, are concerns. There could always be another financial storm brewing on the horizon. And you said this earlier, Philip, we cannot prevent these financial storms and these risks from happening, but we can put strategies in place to help us navigate around them. 
no one likes the idea of, of going through a recession. I mean, right. I don't. Right. I'm sure nobody else does, right? But but the reality is the economy, it runs in cycles. And there's going to be recessions. There's going to be great times of growth. But it, but it all cycles around. And so sometimes those recessions, they happen. And when the economy is struggling, it, it can put a lot of pressure on you and your finances. The question is, are you prepared? for the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So often I see people are not. I wanna make sure folks out there are prepared. So today I'm offering you the opportunity for a 30 minute, no obligation phone consultation. We'll, we'll look at where you are, where you wanna be and what your retirement should look like. You know, and, and that's important. We're gonna uncover some of the main risk uh, through that conversation that are that are threatening your retirement, including the down economy and inflation and tax increases and increased healthcare costs. All those things we we kind of can cover quickly in that 30 minute phone conversation. We'll answer any questions you may have. Folks, remember, there's no obligation, no cost. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. That's 863-285-3815. Let's make sure you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. That number again, 863-285-3815. Now, you don't want to walk into retirement unprepared, but there are a number of challenges that could threaten your financial confidence in retirement, including changes that come out of Washington and Tallahassee. Stay tuned. We'll be back. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring and you really do not want to be walking into retirement unprepared, but there are so many challenges that could threaten your financial confidence in retirement. And the reality is some of these changes are kind of out of our control, Philip. They come out of Washington, D.C. They come out of Tallahassee. We're talking about legislative risk and, and our kind of like a, a economic climate changing on us as we're in retirement, right? And it can really take a change quick. Those legislative risks 
is a retirement risk that that might kind of fly under the radar for folks. But you have to think about how those changes in tax rates or changes in programs like Medicare or Social Security. Right. I mean, how could they really impact your retirement? If nothing else, you got to be aware of those things could change. And, you know, there's possibly some changes on the horizon. Uh, we know tax laws are changing, uh, you know, on sure. a regular basis. And there's a big one coming up in 2026 developing plans that can help you navigate through those public policy changes are really important. We'll get to taxes here in just a moment, because that's obviously a huge one when we're talking about uh, what's going on with our our federal income taxes and and those types of things. But there was a report released by the Congressional Budget Office, and it warned the Social Security Trust Fund could run out of money by 2032. So the time frame on this keeps dwindling. If Congress doesn't make changes to bring in more revenue or reduce benefit payouts, there's going to be some issues. So we need to be aware of what's going on with things like our Social Security and Medicare, things that retirees are are expecting to be there for them in retirement. We really do. I mean, there's several things, obviously, because of that that report. Yeah, I think I read that uh, 2021 was the year in which uh, revenue coming into Social Security was less than the benefits being paid out by Social Security. Thus, the money running down in the Social Security Trust Fund. And so, you know, Congress, if they don't make changes, it's going to be a problem. If they don't bring in more revenue, then the only thing that's going to happen is we're going to have to reduce benefits that are paid out. Now, I, I got to think that that would be devastating to any con- congressional person, right. um, you know, when it comes to a re-election. <laughs> Not going to make them popular, um, for sure. Y- yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's some issues there that, and for some reason, Congress keeps kicking this can down the road. And it, it is more important than what they give it uh, credit for, because, you know, it, it continues to bring uncertainty to folks that are getting ready to retire. Yeah, certainly some concerns there. Now, I I imagine, Philip, most of the people that you're working with, they're not relying solely on Social Security. Very few people are doing that, but it is going to play a role in our retirement. For the average earner, it's only going to replace about 40% of your pre-retirement wages. But again, this is still an important component of your retirement income strategy. Um, as we talk about the, the other pieces here, Philip, the other thing that we want to be aware of is our different sources of income are going to be taxed in different ways. I imagine that's something that you spend some time talking to people about to help them understand what are the tax liabilities when it comes to those different retirement accounts that they have. That's definitely part of the core retirement design. I want to go back just a little bit, though, yeah. when it comes to Social Security as a source of income, right? And more people than not, that is um, a lot of times a ma- major source sure. of their income. I mean, here we know it's going to be 40%, like you said, um, of their pre-retirement wages, hopefully for some people. But for a lot of folks in retirement, you know, that's better than 50% of their income that they get in retirement. Wow. Remember, we used to talk about the three-legged stool, but it kind of disappeared when pensions went away. But that three-legged stool said that Social Security should be about a third your pension should be about a third, and then you should be responsible for your own third mm-hmm. to, to make out your retirement income. And it doesn't happen that way anymore, but 
But Social Security does play a bigger and bigger role when it comes to income planning. And so that's why it's important that you get that segment right. You, you, right. you want to claim it at the right time and so that you can get the most out of it when it comes to your Social Security. Yeah. I think that's just important. You mentioned taxes. Yeah. <laughs> And, taxes, and talk about taxes, how that taxes. fits in with Social Security. I mean, is that something that we have to be aware of, possible taxes with our Social Security benefits? We, we do. We, we need to make sure because people are under the wrong impression that Social Security is not taxable. And um, if all you have is Social Security coming in, then you're absolutely right. However, most people have to take their requirement distribution. They have a pension. They have some other income source. And so at that, there becomes this fancy formula that you follow to determine <laughs> how much of your Social Security ends up being taxable. And, and up to 85% of your Social Security can end up being taxable. Wow. And that plays havoc on people's taxes when it comes to tax time. Now, when we talk about taxes, we talk about income can be taxed in, in different ways, right? And so we know taxes are going to go up and we know they're going to go up in 2026. Um, because when Mr. Trump, President Trump signed the tax bill, he did those provisions that he put into place for you and I individually, mm -hmm. they had a 10 year sunset. So at the end of 10 years, we right. automatically, no matter what happens, will revert back to what the old law was, which means we automatically are going to see an increase in our taxes, tax rates, and a lowering of those tax rates. And people don't really think about that part, Jen, but but it's going to be a rude awakening for folks in 2026. Yeah, I, I imagine so. And again, we, we just have to have a handle on the way our different accounts are taxed and, and what's going on with our current tax climate. I, I wonder, Philip, if it's a temptation for people that you talk to, they they come to you and they they show you what it is that they've saved for retirement. And they there is this assumption that this then is my budget for retirement. But if we're not thinking about taxes, we don't get to spend all of that, unfortunately. It could be a problem, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, I, a group I belong to is Ed Slot, Master Elite Advisors, and, and we get together a couple times a year. And, and he has a saying, you know, that, that he'll say it a couple of ways, but one is there's a mortgage on your 401ks and your huh. IRAs. Yep. We just don't know how big that mortgage is until you take it out to see what tax bracket you're in. And see how much you got to give Uncle Sam, who has the mortgage on it. Right. Or the second way we look at it is you have a partner, right? And that partner is the government. So when you pull money out, they got their hands out for part of it. And so that's why it's important that when we do the income planning, that we take into consideration where the money's coming from. Because your IRAs, your 403Bs, your 401Ks, those are all going to be taxed as ordinary income. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to pay the ordinary rate. You know, if you're fortunate, you got Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks or Roth 403bs, guess what? Tax-free. Mm -hmm. And so when we head into this situation where we know taxes are going up, we don't want to waste a tax bracket. Right. If somebody's in a 0% a tax bracket right now, well, let's take some money out of the IRA. And, and let's, you know, use that 0% tax bracket, or maybe you're in a 10% tax bracket. 
man, let's don't waste that 10% tax bracket. Let's use it and let's convert stuff to Roths and let's let's make some some provisions so we can have some tax-free income down the road. That's all part of the tax planning that we do for our clients. The other thing I want to mention real quick, Medicare is a subsidized program and most people don't realize that. Yeah, right. It's based on your income. And if your income goes up too much, and I've seen this happen to folks, they sell a piece of real estate or they have a huge capital gains. And all of a sudden they come in a year later and they say, Philip, my Medicare tax went up. <laughs> what the heck? The amount of my Medicare premium went up. I'm paying more. Well, it'll be here for a year, but, but you know, then it goes back, but it is an income based. And so you can have to pay a surtax on your Medicare premium. Um, and, and people don't realize that when they start doing some things that they do um, and some of the gains they end up having. Yeah, we don't want to lose sight of some of these possible changes and uh, not only the the legislative changes and the policy changes that are out of our control, but sometimes, Philip, we can accidentally trip ourselves up. We can accidentally inadvertently trigger higher taxes on on different sources of income in retirement just based on the decisions that we're making, uh, the financial decisions that we're making. It's important to know the, the impacts of the decisions we're making. You pointed this out earlier. Today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life. They went down with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the the Trump tax cuts, but we know those are going to expire at the start of 2026. So at this point, Philip, it's not a matter of if, but when your taxes will go up. You know, you're right. And you don't want to assume that you won't be impacted by these tax increases because you're, you're not a big corporation or you're not wealthy enough. Right. Folks, it's the everyday people that are going to be affected by this specific change in tax law. And you need to be prepared for it. You know, you need to make sure that you're being as tax efficient as possible. Like I said earlier, you don't want to be wasting tax brackets now before that 2026 change. Let's make sure that we're on the right track. That's why I'm willing to give you 30 minutes of our time in a phone conversation to make sure that you are on the right path for the retirement you always dreamed of, to make sure that you're paying the least amount of taxes, you've got your risk under control, and just to make sure that you are prepared and know where your income is going to come from in retirement. Folks, these are important times. The closer and closer you get to retirement. 30 minutes of my time, ask whatever questions you'd like to ask. We'll make sure that you're going in the right direction. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. No cost, no obligation. 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Today we're talking about some of the challenges that you need to be prepared to address as you get into retirement It's really hard to think about things like a decline in health and the need for care later in life, but this is another important step that you shouldn't skip. You cannot fully predict your health care needs in the future, but coming up with a plan for your health care coverage and long-term care, that's part of our conversation today that we don't overlook. We'll get into that here in just a moment. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. 
Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours. Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And today we're talking you through some of the things you need to prepare for as you are approaching retirement one of the things that can be really tough to talk about and to think about even, Philip, is health care. It's hard to think about a decline in health and the need for care later in life, but this is an important step that you shouldn't skip. You cannot fully predict your health care needs in the future, but coming up with a plan for your health care coverage and long-term care, this is an important piece of this conversation today. And Philip, I imagine for, for a lot of people that you talk to, they may have seen some things with their own family, their own parents, and we can always learn from those things as it relates to just what all can happen that we need to be ready for when it comes to our health. You're right. And there's some statistics out there, right? There's all these statistics that come out and different companies do different studies. And, and there's one that Fidelity does all the time about healthcare costs and what it's going to cost you. And that they say the average couple, and this number changes, right? So this is 2022 number. Um, the average couple retiring in 2022 will need over $315,000 in after-tax dollars yep. to cover their healthcare costs and, and throughout retirement. Now, and that doesn't include long-term care, they say. So that's a huge number, right? So so it, I always have a hard time when a number's so big. So I like to try to break it down for folks just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So that takes into consideration your Medicare premium. Mm -hmm. It takes into consideration your Medicare supplements, you know, those payments you have to make. Okay. And any deductibles or out-of-pocket expenses that you're going to have to pay that may not be covered under other things. So, so when you take that number and you look at it and say, okay, the average couple is probably going to be 20, 25 years in retirement. Well, now you take that number and divide it by those numbers and, and it's still a big number. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just not as big. Not as quite that. as overwhelming. Yeah. Right. It's not quite as overwhelming when you look at that. Um, so, so I think that's something that people need to realize is that healthcare is an expense. I mean, I look at my parents and they're constantly 
having to pay healthcare expenses and, and it, it adds up and, yeah. and, and I get it. it. It really does. And so, so many people, Jen, think that once they turn 65 and they get, you know, Medicare eligible, that, that they're good. They don't have much else to cover, but there are some still expenses, you know, mm-hmm. your premiums, they go up every year, the older you get uh, on those Medicare supplements. And that's why the Medicare Advantage plans have become so popular, right? Because right. they say, eh, you don't have to pay anything, no premiums. My personal opinion is that you need to look through that and make sure that that's really in your best interest. Right. Because, you know, for my parents, we move them off of that into a regular supplement again because oh, yeah. that better help them um, manage their Medicare expenses. So, yeah, um, just some things that you need to take into consideration as you get closer and closer, or if you're already dealing with Medicare and, and healthcare costs in retirement, then there are some things you need to really, you know, pay attention to. There. I'm glad you brought that up with things like your your Medicare coverage and, and some of those options that you have. Um, one, one of those things that we don't want to forget to keep an eye on, and sometimes, Philip, we might make adjustments from year to year. I know there's that Medicare open enrollment period, and that's an opportunity to make some changes. But in general, when it comes to our, our retirement plan, we don't ever want to set it and forget it. We want to be able to go back and revisit these things and make adjustments as needed. That's just one area where we might consider doing that, which which is our, our Medicare coverage. But really, that's the case for, for everything as it relates to our Absolutely. plan, right? We do. We want to take a look at everything. And, and that's what we, when we sit down with our clients, you know, it's not a set it and forget it. Right. You know, we don't put together that core retirement design, design it and say, okay, Good luck. You know, <laughs> good luck. No, you know, we're going to sit with our clients at least once a year, a, a lot of times, two times a year. And then we have some clients that, you know, they, they, they need a little extra. And so, you know, we'll have several conversations throughout the year to make sure that, that they're comfortable and, and making adjustments that, that may need to be made in that process mm-hmm. um, moving forward. Now, one of the things that I hear a lot, and in my own life, I, I look back to kind of put some perspective in the statistics, right? Okay. Statistics can always be turned. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, the statistic is nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care, mm-hmm. okay. right? according to the, the health department and, right. and human services. And and I, and I think that, that that number probably is somewhat true. Okay. Um I think what we look at, though, when we think of that number is we, we think of nursing homes. Right. And and that's the extreme side of long-term care. You know, sure. there's a lot of steps before most people get to that step. Okay. And, and, I, and I'm not sure what the percentage is that folks that actually end up in that situation. Because there's independent living, then there's assisted living, and assisting living has a lot of different steps. Sure. Before you have to go to the nursing home care, you, you know, there's memory units that, that right. will take care of us when our cognitive abilities disappear. Yeah. Um, and, and so those things don't cost as much. They cost, don't get me wrong, as as nursing home care. Right. So, so a we, lot of folks can can self-fund okay. assisted living, you know, from that standpoint, if they got Social Security, especially if they got a pension. 
So I think I see and I see that all the time that, that folks can self fund that. So even though the numbers can be a little bit scary, a little bit big, um, there, there's kind of some gray area here. It doesn't necessarily mean that we all need to be prepared to try to pay for 20 years in a nursing home. But we do want to be thinking about the possibility of having some sort of care needs later in life, especially, I imagine, Philip, for women who do tend to outlive their husbands in most cases. A lot of times they act as the caregiver for their husband, but then there's nobody to act as their caregiver. So so maybe is that a way we need to be thinking about this when it comes to the long-term plan? Yes, definitely. And and we need to make sure that we understand how independent living and assisted living work uh-huh. because they're, they're a huge benefit. Um, you know, they, they carry a lot of negativity. Um, but I got to tell you, I, I have seen great things happen in, in assisted living facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can take family members that I know that, that I've had that no longer with us, but, but when we move them from being at home, to assisted living, they flourished because they, they had a, a mechanism to socialize and to visit and, and to take care of people. And it was, it was a great experience. Um, and, and so I think that w- we need to not be looking at it as a, a as a negative yeah. because there are a lot of times that assisted living can be a real positive for folks um, moving up in age and moving down in, in health. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we saw that a little bit in my family, too, with my grandpa when he needed some of that type of care. And he he was happy to have somebody who could come in and check on him without it being his daughter all the time, my aunt, because it started to get on his nerves that she was always trying to check on him. So it, it can really be be a positive. But again, I think there are some important family conversations that need to happen because, Philip, I'm guessing a lot of people might make some assumptions about what their kids are able to handle or what their spouse can handle. And, and the reality is sometimes we need to look at a different alternative and not just assume that a family member can step in and do this the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. And and it's here's tough. the deal. And I see this to the detriment of the person that says it. You know, promise me you'll never put me in a nursing facility. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, your kids take that as I'm gonna leave you at home, I'm gonna have to take care of you. Yeah. And and they make that promise uh, to the detriment of everybody in that family. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, you know, we need to have a little bit bigger vision because assisted living, it, it can be, a, like I said, a huge benefit for folks. You just got to be willing to accept that change right. and to move in that direction. And, and I know none of us like change, but it is one of those things that it can do a couple things because I've seen it, right? It, it can relieve your family. They, they don't have that, that burden of of having to make sure that you're taken care of um not that they don't want to but and they do but they they've still got their life to live yeah it's tough and then from your standpoint the person that's, that needs to be in that facility man it opens up this big array of different things that you can participate in and you know do as much or as little as you want to to interact with other people and just from a, a mental health standpoint, that's good for all of us yeah. to have that interaction with folks. So, so, but people are like, don't, don't make your kids promise not to put you in a nursing facility. I mean, look, I understand you don't want to be in a nursing home. Sure. But, 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 you know, look, look at the big picture. 
um, of, of everybody's health that's in this involved in that situation right. because if I'm having to take care of you, it, it affects my health. It, it absolutely does. And, and Philip, when it comes to some of the options for covering these things, when it comes to things like your, your health care, your long-term care, there are different options for retirees today. There are different ways that we can maybe have some life insurance that has some living benefits instead of just the death benefits or a hybrid annuity. Sometimes there are some creative options today. It's important to explore those because the reality is a a lot of people are going to need some sort of care later in life. It's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse might need some sort of care of some sort. And we just have to talk about the options and how we want to handle that. Yeah, you're right. We can't prevent those bad things from happening, right? Right. We can plan for the worst so that if there is a debilitating accident or a terminal medical diagnosis or, or, you know, that we've got some kind of financial strategy in place to deal with it. Right. And, and sometimes that plan is that, you know, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let it happen and and we're going to live through it and plan around it. I get that. But you know what? You might end up living a long, healthy life. Yeah. But just get to that point where you really can't live on your own anymore. And and that that's going to cost some extra money as well. You know, the costs vary quite a bit by location. I know here in Central Florida, we're pretty fortunate. But I know in the Northeast and other places, it, it can be expensive. Yeah. And, and I know that here's the deal. You don't know how long you're going to be there. The longer you're there, the cost of living goes up every year. Well, those are going to go up too. So look, all that to say, you need to have a plan. We need to have a plan in place to make sure that we can cover those costs. We know how we're going to deal with them if they come up and, and be able to move forward from there. And our core retirement design helps put all that together as well as putting together that income plan, which helps with this but specifically, give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. That number again is 863-285-3815. Boy, a lot of challenges that we're up against today. Tax increases, public policy changes, health care costs, long-term care, high inflation. Those are just a few of the risks to think about when it comes to retirement and your income in retirement. It's helpful to get some guidance, but most of us haven't even ever met with an advisor. That could be a costly mistake. Stay with us. The Statler Financial Radio Show continues. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Tax increases, public policy changes, health care costs, Long-term care, high inflation, those are just some of the risks to prepare for when it comes to retirement. And so we've been outlining those risks here on the show today. The next question you're probably asking yourself then after we think about all these risks is who can help you put a plan together for your own retirement? Who can help you prepare for all of this? Philip, it's important to get guidance from a financial professional, but but not just any financial professional. We want to be talking to somebody who spends their time helping people prepare for this retirement phase of life. It's funny, you know, there are different stages in life. Yes. And those stages require a different plan. The plan to get you to retirement is great. And there's a lot of folks out there that can help you get to retirement. Mm -hmm. However, things change when you get ready to go into retirement. The philosophy changes, the strategies change, the vehicles change. There's a lot of things that change when we head in to retirement. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we are meeting with somebody that that is the majority of what they do is help people get ready to retire and help them through retirement because it is a different strategy than any other strategy that's out there. We understand that, Philip, when it comes to our health care, for example. We we know that we aren't going to see a pediatrician our whole life. That's the person we see <laughs> when we're little. And I'm sure your grandkids go to a pediatrician right now. But when they grow up, that's not who they're going to see. They're going to start seeing different types of, of doctors depending on what stage of life they're in or and what it is that they need. But we don't always understand that with our financial needs. You're right. They don't just get it. And, and now there's doctors that actually specialize. They probably need to change their name, but into geriatrics, which is folks that are getting older. Right. Um, exactly. Because that's become a specialty because so many people are in that demographic now and their needs are different than my needs as a getting closer to retirement age. And my kids, they're all different needs when it comes to medical. It's the same way. When we talk about financial planning and and financial concerns is that we need to make sure that we're working with somebody that can take care of where we are now, not just a general practitioner. And when it comes to getting that guidance or that advice for your retirement, people who are in that window where they're getting closer to retirement, more than two thirds of those folks haven't met with a financial planner and that could be hurting their financial confidence as they're preparing for retirement. So let's talk about when it comes to some of these things and these years right before retirement that we wanna be thinking about, what are some of those things you should be meeting with a financial professional about in those years leading up to your retirement? Let's look first at... (laughs) how many people are retiring, right? There's a lot of folks that retire. There's over 10,000 a day, I think they say now. Yeah. Um, are getting to that age of, of retirement. The, the biggest part of the baby boomers are now retiring. And so many people don't plan. You want to retire at 62, well, then you, you need to start about 55, mm-hmm. maybe even 50. 
putting together that plan because you don't want to be one of those folks that gets hit, right? You're, you're getting ready to retire and all of a sudden the bear market hits and now you've got to push off your retirement because you weren't conservative enough or, or you didn't make the right changes. And now your portfolio, your 401k is down and, and it makes a change. So you can't afford to retire yet. Don't wait until it's time to retire to start making plans. Start five to 10 years out to make sure you're ready for that date when, when it comes that, that you've got a plan in place to make sure that your retirement is what you want it to be. Philip, what are some of the questions that we might be asking when we're trying to find that right fit for a, a retirement planner or a financial professional who can help us with our retirement? One, I would say, what does your financial plan include? Mm-hmm. You know, do you look at our, where I am from a legal standpoint, my legal documents and, and advice? Do you do you look at my tax return and tell me, hey, these are things I need to be doing? Do you give tax advice as well? Because as I get closer to retirement, that becomes really important. You, you need to know how they put together the financial planning process. What does that look like? Can they describe it to you and what that means for you? How do they help their clients, whether it's a goal oriented or, you know, whatever it may be for you. Those are things that, that are important. What tools do they use mm-hmm. to help you determine your goals clearly? So you understand what that, that looks like and how long is it going to take? Am I going to be doing a six month long process or or can we get it done in four weeks or two weeks? What does that look like? Can you look at my current plan and make improvements on it? Can you tell me what my blind spots may be in my current financial plan and, and things like that? And how often do you meet with folks and, and review their current plan and make sure it's updated and, and is going to accomplish what they want it to accomplish? Talk a little bit about some of those changes that might be happening when it's time to potentially make some updates to the planning that we've done. People come in and out of our lives, beneficiary designations change. There's there's a lot to stay on top of, right? There are, and we've had to do that here lately. Sometimes their family dynamics change or or you you unfortunately you lose one of your children before you pass away. Yeah. So so that's an area where we need to make sure that we're keeping updated on beneficiary changes that need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose a spouse, that's a huge deal. And it takes some planning. We've had to deal with that uh, a couple times this year. Changes happen, right? Income changes happen. And so we need to make sure we've got a plan in place to handle those type of things. And we get married. That's a whole other deal, right? Uh, how are we going to structure things? What are we, do we need to change beneficiaries? Or, you know, is it his and hers or are we putting stuff together? Mm-hmm. And so there's just a, a lot of things that can happen. But the other thing is that we just need to make sure that every year we're on track. We're getting the, the income we need and that we're able to say, yep, I'm on track. You know, my accounts are supposed to be here on plus or minus because things are going to happen. Or maybe I had to dip in and take a little extra last year because I decided to take a trip or I had to get a new vehicle last year that was unexpected. And, and so there can be some unexpected distributions that, that affect our plan. And maybe we have to make some modifications going forward. There are no wrong answers here. The only wrong answer is avoiding having some of these conversations and working with somebody who can help us prepare for all these different scenarios. I think just doing nothing is is probably the only wrong answer when it comes to preparing for retirement, right? Putting your head in the sand is not going to work in retirement. You, yeah. you need to be proactively meeting with somebody that can help you put together that plan. And that person needs to be somebody that is independent. 
that, yes. that has the independence to pick and choose what's best for your circumstances. Not the same thing they used for Joe down the street or, or Sally down the road. You know, it needs to be a specific plan for you. And independence allows folks to use the right tool for your circumstance. You want to ask folks, you know, how are you compensated? If you're not paying them, they're getting it from somewhere because they're not doing it for free. And so you need to understand that dynamic and make sure that you're comfortable with that and make sure it's really in your best interest moving forward, Jen. And that's why I developed the core retirement design. Mm-hmm. I saw people struggling with this. And so the, the core retirement designs helps people pinpoint the areas of concern that most folks have in retirement. And that's stock market risk, taxes, and where their income is going to come from. And I would encourage you to pick up the phone, give us a call, schedule your free 30-minute phone consultation where we'll answer your questions. We'll get some information from you to make sure that we can tell you, yes, you're on the right path. Maybe there's some things you need to tweak. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's things we need to sit down and go through. But that's what that 30 minutes is for, is to make sure that, that you are on the right path for the retirement you always dreamed of. No obligation. All you have to do is call us at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. That number again, 863-285-3815. That's all the time we have for this week, but be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement. 